Tools Gaming in association with Just One More Level. I'm your host, X 12 bravo and this is my always faithful, sometimes funny co-host, FCP Reaper. Hello. Welcome to our newest episode you can find on iHeartRadio and Spotify, where we talk about all nerd things, video games, board games, and the gaming community in general. If your fingers work, we would appreciate a like and subscribe, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the latest ramblings of Two Tools Gaming. Welcome back, Nerd Herd. How are we doing today? As promised, we're back in action and coming back at you with another episode a lot sooner than uh, we usually do. Because, you know what? We like bringing you guys content. That's right. That's right. You know, we're we're here for you. You're not here for us, but we... Uh, speaking, actually, there are people that are here for us, and I want to go ahead and start the show off right. Let's do we, it. We actually got a new subscriber. So nice, unnamed person that that we don't know. We do appreciate you reaching out, hitting that like and subscribe, and uh, you know, spending your time with us. We do appreciate each and every one of you. We're almost to the double digits. Woo, double digits! <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's funny. We we have quite a few. Uh, uh, like weekly listens and uh, like daily listens, actually, it's just really, uh, you know, uh, we don't have a lot of people that actually subscribe, follow us. right? Right, but you know, that that comes with time, you know, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I first thing we know, we're not dumbasses, which I mean, the joke's on them, we are, yeah, yeah, we have them convinced. Maybe, maybe the first couple episodes that we had, uh, you know, and then they get to like the third or fourth episode and they're like, oh, balls, these guys are idiots, Fucking assholes. <laughs> So starting off, uh, par, par usual, par for the course. We got a couple uh, deaths uh, just in the, you know, the short time that we did our last episode. Uh, Angela yeah. Lansbury died today, dude. And when you sent that to me, I thought she was already dead. Really? Yeah, I thought she died like years ago. <laughs> so I was like, wait, I had to look it up because I thought maybe you sent me something that was old. Yeah, but uh, she died uh, obviously. Of Murder, She Wrote fame. She also did uh, the the voice of Mrs. Potts and Beauty and the Beast. Uh, she passed away at the age of 96. I'm assuming from old age. Old age. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and then uh, we got one other death, and that's Eileen Ryan, uh, a legendary actress and uh, the the mother of Sean Penn, another famous actress. Uh, she Act- passed away actor, at the age of 94. Actor. Oh, yeah, actor, actress. Hey, hey, this is an age of pronouns. You don't know. Hey. Have you asked Sean Penn? Maybe he wants to be an actress, okay? I think I've seen his junk, dude. <laughs> Pretty sure I have. On it doesn't one matter. It, 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 it's what his mind says, okay? Okay, uh, you're probably right. <laughs> so we got some gaming news. Uh, let's see here. Jamie Foxx signed on for the next Spawn movie uh, in the lead role. Um the script was written by Scott Silver. Uh, he did the the Joker. Now, now, Pwn, your mom is excited about this. Me, on the other hand, I am not. Just, uh, but I also haven't seen what is it? Date? What, what was the other movie? You told me to, that that you asked me if I'd seen him in. Oh, uh, Django Unchained and uh, oh balls. Anyway, uh, Ray. Okay, I haven't seen Ray, and I haven't seen the other Django Unchained either. Okay. The last movie I seen him in was Spider-Man. And the movie I seen him in before that was, uh, oh, fuck, it was the comedy. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm forgetting the fucking name of it. Him and another guy. Oh, fuck. It's, oh, it's a hilarious comedy. I can't remember the fucking name of it. 
Oh, you have to give me some, some context clues it's, here, It's guy. the one where uh, he sleeps with, uh, what's her name? Jamie, not, uh, Damien, oh, the, the, the good-looking good chick. God, man. I know, man. bro. I'm drawing a blank because the <laughs> fucking movie is hilarious as fuck. It's old. Okay, well, it's old. So I, I was telling him that, that Jamie Foxx is a fantac- fantastic actor. Like, his portrayal of Ray Charles and Ray was absolutely amazing. Like He had it was good body. in J- Jarheads, too. I don't remember him in Jarheads. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I okay, was going to say okay. he was the drill sergeant, right? He? Right, I do remember him in Jarheads. Um, but he he's a great actor, man. There, he did a movie. He's actually done a few Netflix movies as well. He just released one, uh, I think. Oh, like he was good in ago. Bait, too. I forget about that. He was good in Bait. I actually never watched that one. Yeah, he was good in that one. Now, now Stealth sucked. But, dude, that dude's got it all, man. So he's got a, a music career. He's an actor. And apparently he had some uh, nudes leaked not too long ago, and the dude is packing. So so he is the trifecta of, like, the dude's just stacked everywhere everywhere that it counts. And it's just, he's just making us all look bad. Dude, everywhere. I can't even find the damn movie I'm thinking of. It was a 90s movie. <sighs> You're killing me with this. It's killing me, bro. Go, go on. I'll find it. Go okay, on. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see here. Nintendo released the teaser for uh, the animated Super Mario movie starring Chris Pratt, Jack Black, Charlie Day, and Anya Taylor-Joy. Booty Call! That's the fucking movie. Oh, fucking Booty oh, Call, bro. Okay. <laughs> okay. Every time that fucker comes on, I watch that shit and laugh. I seen that shit in a the theater, bro. <laughs> God dang. <laughs> like, he's, it, he's jumping around in the fucking saran wrap. And then this... This is that's where you that that's where you have him pegged. That dude, that is like that is like a fucking classic. Jamie no, I, I agree, I agree, but it's like nineties, like that. I that know is what you're, that Spider Man. That's what you're. Spider Man. Spider Man. He just dude, it, and you're right. It was probably the writers. It was it was the writing, bro. He, he blew in that. I mean, he just and he he probably didn't get to act up to what he wanted to. I mean, I, now in the last one, he was pretty good. The last Spider-Man, but the one he was in by himself. Was well, see, not. the problem is he's just such a cool dude that it was almost impossible for him to play a nerd, just because he never experienced that. He couldn't. He wasn't. He couldn't get into that mode of acting. You know what I mean? Just because. Just because he's such a cool well, guy. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a comedian, bro. He's a comedian. <laughs> My bad, but yeah, booty calls one of those. I always think of him in. So. As I can't I, think the fucking name of. As I was saying, Nintendo released the teaser for the animated Super Mario movie uh, starring Chris Pratt, Jack Black, Charlie Day, and Anya Taylor-Joy. Did you see the uproar about that That Chris Pratt's voice doesn't sound like Mario? Mm-mm. Let's say more, though. Because, okay, so on Twitter they were, they were, they were hammering him because he's like, oh, this is my best role yet. I can't wait for you all to hear it. And everyone's like, it sounds like Chris Pratt. Like, I mean, just hammering him. And I'm like, I'm like but it's Chris Pratt. And we only hear like a snippet of it. Like, that's it. That's all we hear. So, but, I mean, it may be right, but I mean, it's Chris Pratt, dude. He's fucking hilarious. And I, I guess, I uh, think Jack Black, Jack Black plays Bowser. He uh, does. Did you, did you see the Comic-Con panel with him, with him doing the voice? I didn't. Oh, bro, it was good. Really? It was good. Yeah, you're gonna have to check it out. It was good. I was like, ooh. Well, the, I saw the, the trailer and it, it seemed pretty, like, it's, yeah, it yeah, was he, solid. He's got a good a good voice on that one. But uh, I guess um, Andy Taylor-Joy is playing Princess Peach and Charlie Day 
Um, I didn't see what he is going to be, but I assume that he is going to be uh, uh, Luigi. You sure he's not Mushroom? Could be. Hmm. Like, I saw in the trailer, it does show Luigi. Oh, did it? But it I didn't just see shows it. him for a second, and I, I didn't hear him say anything. Oh, so. okay. Well, maybe maybe that's our surprise. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, interesting fact. This is actually a developing story. We We literally just saw it. But apparently all of the gaming newses are newses, news, news, it, that word. News sites. <laughs> news sites. There we go. Perfect. God, you're talking about me, bro. Uh, Jeez. Is, is reporting about it. But uh, apparently there's two unreleased NES games available right now on eBay. Uh, the first is called Battlegrounds of Napoleon, and the other is an untitled, unfinished release uh, from Rare that was going to be the, it was going to use the Nintendo Power Glove. The Napoleon. power glove. Feel yeah. the power. There was only one game. Like, uh, I was reading there was only one game ever that came out for the Nintendo Power Glove. I, I thought there were more uh, than that. Well, you could use the controllers on it, and you could use the uh, you could use it for, um, like, the Olympics one. Because mm-hmm. uh, my cousin used it for it. He, I always told him he was cheating. Sure, but apparently that there, were, there was only one game that ever released that was actually designed for the Power Glove. Dude, they were ahead of their time. Way ahead of their time. They were. But um, so apparently the Napoleon, the current bid for the Napoleon game is currently at fifty two hundred at the time of this podcast, and the unreleased Power Glove Rare game is uh, current bid is fifty six fifty five. So I mean, if you got some scratch and you like you know super rare items that are gaming related, you know throw in throw your hat in the ring. Uh, I'm not that much of wanting something like that. <laughs> I could find better stuff to spend that on. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> since the release of Overwatch 2, Pornhub says that it has seen a dramatic spike for searches on Diva. Uh, it actually, so many searches, in fact, that it's hit the number one spot. Wow. Yeah. I, I, are you familiar with Overwatch? You... I've, I've seen a few of it. I uh, I think I think I'm going to get into it. A bunch of our friends are starting to play it, so I was like, eh, I'll go ahead okay. and get into it. Well, Diva is the, the chick inside the robot. Okay. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I just saw that and I was like, on a Pornhub search. Yeah. Apparently. But I mean, goddamn nerds. It, we're 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 horrible, 30, bro. We're fucking horrible. Right. Rule thirty four, though, man. You can find porn of anything. We're, we're, <laughs> that's no fucking lie. <laughs> like those fucking TikToks. Oh my god. What about the TikToks? The ones like I think I've sent them to you where it has new fetish where it sends it and he's like, watch oh, something. He's right. like. Achievement unlocked, new finish, and I'm like, I've been watching his shit. He cracks me the fuck up. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, that chick that the she's dressed as like a cat, like kind yeah. of like a furry, but yeah. But and he's like, he's like, furry. I'm not, I'm not. Ding. God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, sad news. Apparently, uh, Kazuki Takahashi. Uh, if you don't know, he's the creator of Yu Gi Oh. Um, he had passed away uh, on the fourth of July this year. Um, it took him took him about two days to find the body, but um, uh, apparently they're just now getting to uh, letting the details out. And apparently he died trying to save uh, a woman, her daughter, and somebody else uh, on the on a out of a on a beach. That were they were caught up in a riptide. Oh wow! And he was trying to save them, and he ended up drowning trying to save them. So he died a hero, man. 
Wow, that's crazy. But uh, in you're you're trying to get into the Yu-Gi-Oh world, right? Uh, I've I've been starting to buy cards and stuff. Uh, I'm supporting another friend, uh, Red Fox. Um, he actually uh, he's he's getting into that uh, on the whatnot, whatnot. I think we addressed that last time. That's right. That's right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, I I had played quite a bit when I was younger, but I haven't touched a Yu-Gi-Oh card in a long time. I dude, I got the packs over there. Besides him opening them up for the streams that he does, I haven't even touched them. Now my uh, brother, he's like plays it and all that, and he's like wanting to know what I got, and I'm like, I ain't telling you shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So the team responsible for the newest Dark Alliance game uh, is currently developing an unnamed AAA D&D title. And, you know, my love for D&D. Now, I bet you creamed yourself, didn't you? I, I'm pretty freaking excited about it. Now, I, I will admit the the Dark Alliance game, the newest Dark Alliance game, which was nothing like the old Dark Alliance games, wasn't the best thing in the world. Like, it was, it was okay, but uh, it was more... The original Dark Alliance games were very much RPGs, and this one was more along, um, like if you've ever played Vermintide or yeah, yeah, or I played Left Vermintide. Dead. Yeah, yeah, it was more in that style of game. Yeah, I actually just had to update all those on my stream on my Steam account. Did you ever play Dark Alliance with us, or well, you just Vermintide. Said you played Vermintide? I played Verm- Vermintide with y'all. But did you get Dark Alliance when we all got it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't remember you playing with us. You I don't. Have. I don't think I did. I think that was one of the things I was told to buy, and I never did. Because okay. we never all got to play all at once. It was kind of hit and miss. Right. So, so uh, the gaming streamer Adriana Chechik broke her back in two places, jumping into a shallow foam pit at a TwitchCon. Damn. Uh, yeah, like full on broke her back in two places. Um, I believe the words she used were crushed vertebrae. Ouch. Yeah. So How did I not see that? I don't know. It, it's probably... That's first I saw it was like two, three days ago. Okay. Maybe I just didn't see it. I, I saw the Jack Black stuff and I seen some other stuff. So, moving on. So, that's all the gaming and, and Hollywood news. I do have one little piece of super nerd news. What's that? What we got? So, Spin Launch. It's a, it's a private company has built a slingshot, a freaking slingshot oh. type device that's capable of launching satellite components Where? and objects into space. They've oh. already launched some components. Yeah, in, in my college class, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about that because I was like, oh, I know about that. Yeah. Like, that just blows my mind, bro. Dude, could you imagine throwing a person on that fucking thing? <laughs> Dude, you'd fucking melt as soon as you... You would, you would like, like melt into it as it's trying to spin you the fuck around. I... I don't know how, like, I've seen a picture of it, and, dude, I need I need to see a video of it. I, I don't understand how it works, but that's, like, some nerd stuff way beyond. Yeah, because they're not using any kind I'm of capable. booster rockets or any kind of fuel. They're just slingshotting the shit up into space. That'd be a hell of a way to go, though. Um, dude, well, could you imagine, like, the International Space Station going by and they slingshot and just fucking, <laughs> be like the fucking Death Star blowing up? Fuck. <laughs> oh, you you're an astronaut looking out the window and you just see it, an astronaut going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's an American and you know, you're a Russian on the space station. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, stereotypes, stereotypes. <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> yeah, I I have uh, I did learn about that thing in uh, humanities. We were talking about that. Yeah, I thought you said it was a science class. No, it was humanities. I said a college class. Oh, okay, that's true. Um, so as as we were talking about last week, we got a uh, we got our top five coming this week. Yes, and unfortunately, we did not get any emails. Uh, no emails, no, 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 no tweets, no nothing. I checked. Yeah, and I, you checked. I really wanted we... to hear from people on, on what their top five bad guys are. I did too, because it's interesting. Because I actually, I, th- I think I have a few that are going to surprise you. I really put some thought into it, and some you're going to be like, yeah, I fucking knew it. But I mean, the other ones you're going to be like, wow. I think our number one is probably going to be the same. Probably, but I doubt it. Okay. Um. So before we get into the list, our top fives, I want to, what... What make what do you feel makes a good villain? What what do you look for in a villain to make them epic? Well, my classification of a villain kind of is kind of probably more broader than yours, but it has they had to have made an impression on me. Mm-hmm. They got to make me laugh. They got to make me mad at them. Um, they have to have that presence. Of, of a bad guy like they have to make you feel like afraid of them it's an intimidation okay so that's why i think some of mine might surprise you because you may not look at him as a bad guy but at the age i would have seen them at they'd have been a bad guy okay okay so it's it's one of those things where i i, the, I just look at it as a, as a villain altogether that um I almost threw a female one on there, but I was like, no, that's not really one that would like really stick out in my mind when I think of villains. Um, like Cruella DeVille. I mean, she's fucking evil, so I'll, okay. I'll get out. But I mean, that that's a Disney movie, kid, but she is. And this son of a bitch did not turn his phone off. This time, it's his fault, not mine. But so, so they just have to be very intimidating, very scary, and, and oh, and intelligent. Yes. So that that is actually one of my biggest dealios is my my villains to be in the top tier have to be cerebral like it has to have a very psychological suspenseful and intelligent um aspect to it and because there's nothing more scary about a, a person that can see the other you know if if they can see what the good guy is doing and they can they can, you know, see like five, ten steps ahead of them. They're always in there until the, you know, the very end when the when the good guy finally comes to and is like, ah, oh, this is how I'll defeat him, you know. Yeah. And so to me, it that's always been a huge, but um, but more so on on uh, intimidation, like scary, smart, and and psychological to the point where. Where they create a a fear in you just just by being in their presence or by having a conversation with them. I like I like my bad guys to be smug. Where um, and I'll I'll definitely give some examples. But um, you know, in the movies and books and stuff, when you're having a, when they're the other characters are having a conversation with them, they make them feel very small just because they're so smart. And to me, those are the characteristics that make absolutely epic bad guys yes yes i so, i can see that so with that being said break it off man what's your top five all right 
Number five, Thomas Elf Wilson as Biff from Back to the Future 2. Okay. Now, he's not he's not intelligent. He's, he's dumb, but in that one, he's intelligent because he steals the book and does everything he needs to do in order to make himself rich and powerful. And then, of course, he's, uh, he's, he's taken down at the end. Uh, Michael Parks in... Oh, damn it. Oh, I know I was going to... I didn't have the, the movie down. I just I changed one of my people. I'm sorry. Um and um fuck. Tusk. And okay. Tusk. Because if you if you it, it it's a it's it's a scary movie or te- technified as a scary movie. I swear to god that man gave me the fucking creeps. Gate like I like he he is a phenom- a phenomenal actor and He's been in a ton of movies, and he 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 did this. He'd actually been in two of the movies, and he did this. He wanted to, he wanted to be this guy who was a bad guy. If you've never watched Tusk, go watch it. I it it's gonna fuck you up. I promise. Zorg, played by Gary Oldman, in Fifth Element. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, the bad guy in Fifth Element. So just because he's funny. He always had to do shit by by himself, and and you see Gary Oldman as a younger man in that one, because that, that was an older movie. Um, that was a very good one. Now, Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber from Die Hard. For my number two, okay, Alan Rickman, Hans Gruber. Okay, everyone knows who Hans Gruber is. If you don't, then you better find out. Best Christmas movie of all time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> And it's proven now. Now there is a Christmas there is a Christmas bundle out right now. I've seen it. That is a Die Hard Christmas story. Because it happened at Christmas. And people argue this shit with me. It is a fucking Christmas movie. That is one of the movies I watched for Christmas. And Ian McDermott, McDermott as Darth Sidious in Star Wars. Because he plays Mr. Innocent. And then he finally comes out and just destroys the Jedi. So those are my top five. What do you got? Wait, hold on. Who did you say the? the Ian. I can't one was? say his da- last name. Ian Mc, Mc. Ian McDermott. Yeah, Ian McDermott. Thank you. And he was who? Darcidius. He played Darcidius. The and the newer ones. Right. Well, you you do know it's the same person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just I I don't know why but I'm just I, saying in the newer ones because you finally see him. Oh okay. From, gotcha, when he gotcha. goes from, from when he goes from Palpatine to Darth Sidious, that's sure. what I'm talking about. So did you know he was actually when like they filmed the first, he was actually like really young, but they had to yeah, and they had to age him. And then when he filmed the other ones, he looked just like they'd aged him. That's what right, was funny. Right. Yeah. So it was super cool, super cool little fact there. But um. So my number five is Hans Gruber. <laughs> Hans Gruber played by Alan Rickman in Die Hard. Um, so he was very intellectual. And, yes. Um, just Alan Rickman in general was a very – I mean, he was an awesome actor. And um, the I way think that he, he played all genres. He, he played all yeah, genres, I believe. Just about anything. But um, so I don't know if you know this, but that, that final scene – uh, where you know, spoiler alert. Uh, I don't know if they haven't seen it. That's kind of sad. <laughs> I mean, well, Came like out 90, in like eighty nine, yeah, didn't it? It's more other, but um, apparently when when they because he did the stunt like 
where he fell out the window. Yeah. Um, but apparently they didn't tell him that they were going to, they had him in the harness, you know, and they didn't tell him that they were going to drop him. That, like he thought that they were going to bring in a stunt actor. To so, the, so the face was real. Yes. So they, they very much, <laughs> I bet he wanted to kill some motherfuckers. very much wanted to capture his real, you know, Oh, you know, face. he wanted to kill some people. <laughs> Absolutely. But he, I just, the way he, um, like he was very tactical in his moves that he did against the police. Yes. And then you know he he knew what they were gonna do. Like towards where where they shut down the power grid, opening the vault that they were trying to get into and everything. I just he was very very intellectual in the way that he went about planning it. And so, yes. Like to me, very solid number five. Uh, number four for me is uh, Moriarty. Like it doesn't matter. If yes, we're talking, it doesn't matter what one it is. Yeah, we're not to, uh, like. Excuse me, hiccups. It doesn't matter if we're talking books, the t- the Sherlock TV shows, the movies. Always, 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 just top of the line when it comes to the intellectual prowess. Now, my my favorite that I've seen, my favorite rendition of uh, Moriarty is the one as uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yes, the way the way the, I mean that guy. Like I, I unfortunately don't know his name, but he had the look. He had the crazy, because that that's what made Moriarty, Moriarty so amazing. Is he was, he was so intelligent, but at the same time he was one hundred percent absolutely insane, and it was just a conglomeration of the two that it was. It just made the perfect storm and the complete perfect antithesis. Yes, antithesis, antithesis. Antithesis <laughs> to Sherlock Holmes, but you know. Can what you I mean. can you tell we're Okies? <laughs> I I know the word I'm trying to say. I, I just, just can't say it. <laughs> uh, um, number three, Hannibal Lecter, played by Anthony Hopkins. I almost chose Boy. Hannibal Lecter, but I didn't. I mean, I will just I will never. And uh, I remember seeing Hello, something Clarice. recently. See, uh, he never says that. I know. Like it's so fun. It's just one of those. But things everybody that, uh, thinks he does and remembers that he does, and he right, never right. said it. What what's that called? The uh, Mandela effect. Yeah, the Mandela effect. Uh, yes. You know, he's like, uh, he just. It, but he's just absolutely brilliant, and you know, just through the whole the whole series of all the movies, you know, through his escape, and and just them keeping up with him through the movies, always a step ahead of. Yeah, the, they never caught him. Yeah, and just absolutely amazing and. I've always appreciated Anthony Hopkins' acting ability, but what he brought to the character was absolutely amazing. Um, the part where they had him, uh, it was kind of like a gymnasium or something, but, you know, where it was the, um, the cage, that cage yeah. and he ended up, you know, uh, blood eagling the security guard and his escape where he cut the dude's face off and put it over his own. And then it, and that's how he ended up escaping the first time, but just... Anthony Hopkins, the way that his his facial expressions and just the his mannerisms when he is playing Hannibal Lecter is un, un unbeaten, unmatched. He's he's an absolutely amazing actor. Yeah, uh, my cat's paying you back for last week, by the way. Was that? It smells like popcorn, doesn't it? <laughs> I ain't falling for that. <laughs> um, the the number two. I think when it comes to intellectual intellectual bad guys, there is no beating my next 
one, which is number two, Jigsaw. Yes. You just yes. You know the traps that he made, the reasons he did what he did, just all of that. I mean, and and his and his stuff continued even after he was dead because he influenced these other people to do this. Right. And I mean the the traps that he made. You know, just very methodical, like that. Very methodical. I, I remember watching Jake, uh, excuse me, saw one and the it was just like it just blew my mind. There's really no other way to say it. And, you know, the surprise ending where he was there amongst them the whole time. And, you know, it just I mean, holy crap that that. And I will admit that I haven't I don't I think I've seen up to saw three. Cause you I haven't the, seen them all. No, I think the third one kind of fell off for me, and I just haven't haven't got around to seeing the rest. But the first, the first one was, I, I mean, it's it's just hard to beat. You have to watch the very last one, at the minimum, the very last one. What are what are they on now? Like six or seven, something like that. I think it was six. Because I remember Jaw or saw five, and then the. Well, they they waited a while, and then they brought in another and one, and they came out with Jigsaw. And then it was, I think it was Jigsaw. Uh, no, it was Saul the Font. No, no, it was Jigsaw. Yeah, it was Jigsaw. Okay. Yeah. All right. And my final, and I'm actually really surprised that this didn't make it anywhere on your list. And um, I'm I'm surprised. I, I think you'll be surprised that not. Not really surprised that my number one, but obviously we're going to go with Darth Vader here. Um, yeah. It just goes back to my, my you know, my childhood, and there's just so many. Now, he, he wasn't really a psychological villain, but he had that presence. You know, just the, the on-screen presence was everything for me. And, you know, just with the, with the memories associated with him as a kid, I just remembered, like, I was in and, awe, man. And the first time you see him, you're like, "Who the hell is this?" Yeah, exactly. And you know, and he's just that red lightsaber, he's yeah. choking everybody. And yeah, I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. Well, that, that was like in Rogue One, man. You went and saw Rogue One mm-hmm. together, and when they showed him at the end, we're like, "Yeah, dude, we got up out of our seats and we yeah. were jumping." Like, yeah, it, it was amazing. The, the way that they filmed that was absolutely amazing. And um, then in the the video game, um, the last video game, um, oh, jeez. Fallen Order? Fallen Order, where he's at the end. Mm-hmm. Dude, that scared the bejeebies out of me. I'm like, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> and uh, I, w- I wasn't a huge fan of the way Anakin Skywalker was played by Hayden Christensen, but yeah. the way that they read it, had written it in the Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I I give all my props back to Hayden Christensen. Cause yeah, it was really I well done. I don't think he's a solid actor, but the way they wrote it, the way he portrayed it, was absolutely fantastic. Like that part where the the battle between uh, Vader and you know he had the cracked yeah mask and he was going back and forth between the voices. I and it was fantastic. Yeah, that was really good. Fantastic writing and the way they did it. And um, um, so are there any surprises for you? Um, for or the Saul one was for me. Mentions? Saul ones for me. Uh, well, Krilla Deville. I mean that that was just a, a kiddo one. Um, I mean. Not really that I could think of. I mean, I, I kind of came off my list today because um, I've 
been having other stuff with school going on important uh, not i mean important but not important but stuff i had to make sure i got done because sure. i've been slacking majorly um don't do that folks and if you're in college don't fucking slack off that was the worst part yeah yeah don't do that shit but, uh, my my honorable mention and i'm sure you're surprised that he actually didn't make the list was boba fett but um, but was he really a <sighs> Was he really I, a bad guy though? He was I more. Was. He was more he, of a sidekick. I mean, he was a bounty hunter. Jabba the Hutt would be the would be the bad guy, right? But uh, also, you know, or Greed. A lot of well, no, Greed. You only seen Greedo once. A lot of a lot of people, you know, they don't know the lore from all the all the you know from all the Star Wars books. Yeah, like you know, from the, the canon. Yeah, in the in the movies, he only had like six lines, and yeah. it's hard to get a judge of how awesome the character is. Um, if you don't, if you don't like dig into the literature on on uh, Boba well, Fett, well, well, even in the cartoons, um, Boba Fett seems like he's a little bitch. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it's it's one of those things. Like uh, I've never actually read him, but I mean, with with he 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 does have that presence and an intimidation, and you know he's a badass. I mean he mm-hmm. he was the number one bounty hunter. So that that is one of theirs. Um, but no, not right off hand, man. I can't really think. Oh, um, uh, the one-eyed guy from uh, Last Action Hero. Ah, oh, that one also crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah, because he was very. Just his lines were on point. Was of course, Bullseye was that his name? Uh, yeah. Something um, like that. No, like, I I know the actor. I'd actually but... had him on my list, and I took him off. I'm like, no. Um, but um. Of course, the reason I like them is because, if y'all don't know, I have a glass eye. So, I always wanted to have his glass eyes. And never got one, but I wanted one. Uh, Benedict was his name. Uh, played right. by Charles Dance. Yep. Benedict. That guy has been in so much. Charles Dance, yeah. he plays such an awesome jerk. Yeah. And Tom <laughs> Newman as the Ripper in that was pretty pretty mm-hmm. creepy, too. Yep, yep. Um. But it, it's one of those things where he he was on my list. And I'm like, no, I, I I there's other people that that stick in my mind, but he was he was on my list because of the glass eye and and he just he he killed everybody else and was the only one left. All right, so that's our top five guys for bad guys. You know, if uh, you guys still want to participate, feel free to reach out to us, send us an email, give us your top five, and we'll be more than happy to give you a shout out. On our uh, on our next episode, which should be probably one of our last episodes of the season. Yeah, coming up. Um, if if not one, one or have, two, I think yeah, we have maybe two left. Maybe two, um, depending on on our schedule and how life treat is working out for us. It's kind of life's kind of been beating us pretty good the last uh, year yeah, year or two. Fuck this and, this uh, this whole half here, brother. Me yeah. and you both. So both both of our families have suffered some major losses. So uh, you know, if, if uh, life decides to beat on some other people for a while and give us a break, then uh, we'll probably get two more episodes out. If not, we'll try to throw out at least one more. But uh, before we head out, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, still want to think about the people over in Ukraine and Russia. Uh, things are heating up again. Uh, y'all are in our thoughts. Uh, I don't know if you've also seen, I'm not getting political folks. There's one in Africa that's been keep being kept hush hush, but there's two massive armies fighting in Africa, massive armies. And, uh, it's, it's 
pretty bad from my understanding. Oh man, uh, speaking of nerd, um, nerd stuff. What? Apparently, Russia has this this submarine that they just uh, it wasn't called the Nuremberg. It was I can't remember what it was called, but apparently, this it's a nuclear. Uh, some, uh, nuclear submarine. This thing can stay underwater for up to two hundred and twenty days. Damn. But this—that's not it. That's not it. So, this—this this is the top of the line sub. It doesn't. It's a nuclear sub, but it doesn't launch. It doesn't launch missiles like uh, modern nuclear subs do. Yeah. So this this pay, the payload of this it has a twenty four uh, foot long torpedo. Okay. This this torpedo has a uh, they don't know one hundred percent, but they're guessing it's a two to four kiloton nuclear warhead. Damn. So uh, still still not the craziest part. Okay. So what happens is they they launch it at their target and it and it detonates off the coast of their target, creating a tsunami and uh, filled with radiation that floods floods their target. Yeah, is, but also, is it going to cause an EMP even though it's underwater? Because yeah, sure. I was going to say those cause EMP. So I mean, you're talking it's a trifecta. Right. But again, this isn't the bitch of this thing. So the the torpedo it fires has its has an onboard nuclear reactor. Guess the range of this of this torpedo. I, I couldn't guess it, man. They're saying. It is north of 10,000 miles. So you wouldn't even know it was shot until it was probably too fucking late. No. That's the thing. Unless like, it happened to hit something in the middle of the fucking ocean. Yeah. 10,000. They could fire it from the Arctic shelf. Hell, they could probably fire it from Russia. Oh, yeah. Easily. And so, I mean, like, I get that. The, the science... And, so what's crazy is they say that, like, uh, military technology is always four to eight years ahead of what the the public knows of. Yeah. So they're well, always... Well, that's like our, we've got a rail system, or supposedly a rail gun. Now, we do, but it's and, a, a, the... What we know of it, it's the size of a battleship. Yeah. But I really doubt it is. I bet... They're a whole lot smaller. Sure, but I yeah I, I read about that that uh that nuclear sub and apparently it left port uh, I think it was a little over a week ago from from Russia. Wow! So it's actually in service right now somewhere, and I don't think um, you know I, I'm not in the Navy, but from my understanding, we don't have a whole lot of countermeasures on well, on those not, torpedoes. Not against something like that. Yeah. So that's basically you're gonna have to sacrifice your damn sub for that. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's hope they never use it. I mean, that's that's something, you know, it's one of those deterrent things where, you know, they make it, in other words, to say, hey, don't fuck with us. Yeah. I mean, technology is just getting crazy, dude. Like they're they're using, you know, drones, dropping little bombs on on people over in, you know, uh, Ukraine. And I mean, just the technology is just getting crazy out there. But. Uh, yeah, sorry. I know that that was completely. No, no, subject. you're fine. That's 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 something. I mean, that's a nerdy thing to know. And I mean, I, I didn't know it. That's I learned something new, and I'm sure our listeners have learned something new. Right. So, uh, uh, par usual, 
thank you all so very much again thank a shout out to our new subscriber and the other subscribers that we already have following us this is uh, a labor of love and we appreciate you guys taking your time to listen to us we love you all until next time please stay safe love one another and keep it nerdy Two Tools Gaming Podcast is hosted by me, Hone Your Mom X12 Bravo. It is co-hosted by FCP Reefer. Post-recording, production, and engineering by FCP Reefer. Intro, outro song, composed by Sinjin B. The podcast can be found on iHeartRadio and Spotify. If you'd like to contact us, email us at twotoolsgaming at gmail.com. That's t- the number two, T-E-W-E-L-Z-G-A-M-I-N-G at gmail.com.